What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 381 here on Thursday, June 23rd. For once, we have some great news, but welcome special guest, Spencer Brown. The Spencer Brown. Very special. Oh my god, it's Spencer Brown. Oh boy. Oh my god, yeah. All great right. to be here. But anyway, we got some great news to talk about for once. I said, isn't it great, Spencer, that well, on the day you Well, for about five on. seconds. <laughs> I mean, guys, let, let us have news. our one thing. <laughs> but this is, this is a big thing, because it's we got idea. the gun ruling today at yep. the Supreme Court. Yep. The largest Second Amendment ruling since Heller, uh, handing down a 6-3. I was surprised at yeah. that uh, piece of Roberts voted with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I thought he was going to stab us in the back on that But But uh, author, clock. as predicted by Justice Clarence Thomas, on his yeah. birthday, great day for America, because now it is basically the case where you cannot have states having may issue yeah. concealed carry permits anymore. Yeah. It's shall issue, and that the fundamental right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside of the home has been established. Finally! I'm um, going to read the exact quote here, which I thought was honestly the best part of the whole thing. Once I read this, it was literally the first paragraph, and I knew that that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, we too agree and now hold, consistent with Heller and McDonald, that the Second and Fourteenth Amendments protect an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home. Boom. Drops mic. Done. Oh. So yeah, well, what's uh, the reaction on this? I think a tremendous day for America. Well, yeah, I, one of the points that he makes is that the Second Amendment is not some sort of second-class right in the Bill of Rights, that mm-hmm. all ten of them are equal in stature, and just like you don't need to prove that you have a need to speak freely, you shouldn't have to prove that you have a need to exercise your Second Amendment rights. And I, Alito did one of the concurring opinions, and he also had a really good point that was about how today many Americans have a good reason to fear that they will be victimized if they can't protect themselves, and today in 2022, no less than in 17. 91, the Second Amendment guarantees that they have a right to do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that kind of put an exclamation point on it because so much of what we hear from the left and what we heard from Kathy Hochul in this very weird, oh incredibly flawed and inaccurate oh, press conference that was, crazy. was about how she wants to embrace muskets because that's what the Second Amendment provided yeah. for or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, as Alito notes, no, it, it's not about the kind of gun. It's that you have a right to protect yourself yeah. and the government can't get in the way of that. Yep. And so, so suck it, Kathy. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, you know you're with me on this. Well, earlier in the office today, you said choke on it, Kathy. So yeah, yeah. Well, what I really said was that she was a dumb. Um, but we'll we'll get to that in a second because we have a we have a a roll call of clips here on this because it was a great meltdown in the media this morning. They lost Um, it. Happy birthday to Justice Thomas. You brought this up earlier. Do you think he asked releases today on his birthday? I'm sure he did. And also, what a great birthday gift to not take it for yourself, but to give it to the how many ever hundreds of millions? 335 million Americans. Yeah. Who else can say that on their birthday they gave a gift to that many people? Mm -hmm. Well, remember, I think we were talking about this the other day, and I was like, because Thomas is not writing abortion, mm. I knew he was going to write the guns. And I knew it was going to be, like, a great, just, like, all-time ruling like this. But what was really interesting to me was Alito then taking the separate concurrence, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. just basically using the entire thing to on the libs' dissent. Yeah. And saying, like, you're basically just totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of hope that uh, the same thing happens in the abortion case, that they just mm-hmm. go through. I mean, already in the leaked draft that we saw, it was pretty clearly, like, a repudiation of everything that the left has argued about on abortion for the last how many ever years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was kind of delightful to see, like, there was really no legal need necessarily to explain why they were wrong at every point because we knew that already. But it was nice to just see sort of in similar legalese him go through point by point and be like, no, mm-hmm. that's not what that means, and you can't can't do that well so let's uh enjoy the liberal meltdown over this with a few clips that we've got here uh and first i just want to say that this meltdown was surprisingly large in proportionality to uh what the ruling was yeah hence the abortion ruling is really going to be something like you're gonna have you're gonna have people crying on tv i'm pretty sure oh for oh, sure yeah. like, absolutely sure. lives on msnbc are gonna be crying but anyway let's start off uh jeffrey tubin uh, took a quick break from jerking off, yep. and uh, he had to spout some Second Amendment nonsense. Take a listen. What the conservatives on the Supreme Court are saying is we want the Second Amendment to be a first-class right like the First Amendment, and we want to be able to carry guns anywhere, anytime, without any sort of regulation by the government, without background checks, 
without restrictions on where you can take a weapon, without restrictions on how you can carry a weapon. Now, they haven't gone that far yet, but um, they are clearly moving in that direction. I think uh, Jeffrey Tubin should be like abridged of his freedom to have Zoom. Mm. <laughs> I'm talking about controlling things mm. that go off. Yeah. Tubin. Should not be allowed near a camera. Lubin Tubin. Yeah, uh, he's exploding everywhere. Yes. Oh, jeez. All right. Squirting all over the place. Uh, oh, <laughs> dropping major loads. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> now we get to Kathy Hochul. Hochul. God, she is, who, she is this was so weapons, dumb like for real. This was weapons grade retard. Because honestly, the ruling was like, what, four minutes old. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess they had gotten tipped off that they were going to get this ruling today. Or I think it was probably, like, we generally thought that it was going to go this way. With the makeup of the court, I don't think... I think getting the case today was a little bit of a surprise, maybe. Right, right, but, but that's I think I mean. we generally knew that it was going to Was, like, go. her press conference, like, just a normally scheduled press conference, and then this came up? No, because I think typically the parties are given notice. Oh, okay. I think it's, like, okay. a morning of. Okay. So gotcha. there's not that much time, but I think because it was I was, was about the, to say, they must have known a little bit ahead of I can't remember what the full name of whatever the New York State Police blah, blah, blah is that was the, the other party New York in this State case. Rifle and Pistol Club. Yeah. Thank you. That I think... They yeah. got tipped off that this decision was coming today, so she had time to put together what was one of the worst response press oh conferences, God, maybe so since her predecessor Cuomo was responding to all the allegation against him and made the case that it's because it's a he's Italian. I'm Italian. And his family, I, I just touch people. His, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she went on like a totally just like ridiculous rant about like muskets and uh, let's just like, take a listen. Shocking. Absolutely shocking that they have taken away our right to have reasonable restrictions. We can have restrictions on speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. But somehow there's no restrictions allowed on the Second Amendment. And I'm sorry this dark day has come. That we're supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I mean, what? I mean, there's nothing much. Kathy, to say what? About that. Kathy, I mean, it's just, it's just, rain like, it in, girl. Yeah, it's like how about that? Just how about you, you know, lay off the crack pipe for a second there. <laughs> yeah. she got that from Joe yeah. Biden, I'm sure. Yeah, here's. <laughs> If you follow her logic, so if she's saying that, you know, when the Second Amendment was ratified, all we had were muskets, which is not true. There were more than muskets. But among those items were cannons, which mm-hmm. were privately owned no matter how many times Joe Biden says you can. Yeah. It's been fact-checked literally five times now by the Washington news, Post. Yeah. I think that I'm going to take a rare stance and agree with her and say that we need to bring back cannon carry to the streets of Manhattan. Yeah. Um, well, we need I, the weapons of war because muskets... At the time, very much were weapons of war, and we beat the best army in the world with best a couple Navy, muskets. Best yeah. everything. We were just sitting yeah. in trees like squirrels, picking off the redcoats. No, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah, that's what it's I, just not good. And that was no. on. I was like, is she serious right now? Like, it seemed like an SNL sketch. To yeah. be honest, like it yeah. seems like as if if SNL were to be fair and made fun of Democrats, that's basically what they would have written. Yeah. It was it was bad. There's also this weird. I've noticed it again today, just because of all this meltdown and how you said it was so outsized. Is there's a uh, inverse relationship between the amount of freedom Americans have and how lunatic the left gets? Mm-hmm. You know, they like when they're taking away our freedoms, it's just like very even keel. But the minute there's like one case, which like the left is making this out to be that every New Yorker must now carry a handgun everywhere they go. <laughs> or there's been a terrorist attack. Like, I can we'll, tell you all we my friends. We probably got the view clip coming up yeah. here, too. But, like, that's just, I mean, they were acting like yeah. some tragedy happened. And it's like, relax. My <laughs> friends up in New York and New Jersey are thrilled that they're at least going to have the chance now to defend themselves, which will be good. Yeah. Do we have the view clip? Yeah, well, so, the, first we've got CNN's Jessica Schneider claiming that because this happened, there's going to be an explosion of just complete mass shootings in Times Square. Take a listen. 
But you know, this is big. This is going to strike down this law in New York. There are about five other states who have similar laws, so those likely will no longer be able to be in effect. And then, of course, this is a, a nation right now grappling with gun violence. Several mass shootings in the last few months. Um, and, you know, the concern from the, um, the attorney general in New York at oral arguments here was that, you know, this law applied to the whole of New York State, including not only the rural parts of New York State, but also New York City. And the concern that if this law struck down, which it is today, that people would have an easier time carrying concealed handguns in very populated places like Times Square. Like what? Yeah, I know. Wasn't, but before this Supreme Court decision came down, wasn't there a shooting in Times Square? Well, there's shootings all over New York every day because all yeah. the criminals are the ones that have the guns. That's yeah. true. Nobody, nobody that is a law-abiding citizen in New York before was able to have guns, but now... Nope. Even, it's called evening the playing field. It's called we level things out a little bit. Well, you know, and gonna... I can't wait for the stories that are coming yes. out now because there. Are, you know, even though New York is hyper liberal, there are enough common sense minded people there who would, if they had the opportunity, just to protect themselves or their family, carry a gun, even oh, if they're sure. not, you yep. know, Trump Republicans. Mm -hmm. And so I cannot wait for the stories of you know old lady off to the corner store. Yeah capping some guy trying to mug her or the like nice mother with the kids in the stroller. I was just about to say I can't wait till they you know these these criminals start getting capped in the yeah. street. Yeah. And you know what's gonna happen? Crime's gonna go down. Because yeah. if you don't know if this person you're going after might have a gun on them and they're probably gonna be a better shot because people who are law abiding gun owners yeah. pretty good at handling a gun. Yeah. And that's why crime's always been lower in Virginia than yeah. DC is because in Virginia, these criminals don't know who's packing heat out there. Like, someone could just easily have a gun to defend themselves. Where in D.C., you know the people are defenseless. Mm -hmm. Somebody tried to make the argument, oh, the crime just never crosses the river. And I'm like, no, it's the criminals yeah. don't cross the river because yeah. they know yeah. they're not going to have the same luck here that they do in D.C. running people down. Yeah, sure. So now we do have the infamous view clip that... Uh, God bless them. They, every time you think they've run out of dumb stuff to say... Yep, and then Matt's headline, The View announces the Supreme Court gun ruling as if a terrorist attack just occurred. Uh, it was perfect, yeah. <laughs> While we were on break, we got... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goldberg, who, by the way, I think we forgot, was suspended for her awful take on the Holocaust. So yeah. Yeah. having, like, dumb takes on the show is like a day that ends in why, but this one was, you know, special. Did she get a yeah. bonus for this? Well, she wants people to have no guns just like Oh, Hitler. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, roll this clip. I don't even have the words. It seems stupid. Yeah. No, it's worse than that. It's no, worse it's, than it's, that. It's insane. not even it's stupid. It is. It's. It's. No. It's. It's so. It's such a middle finger to New York. It's a middle finger Everybody. to New York because, you know, we have been trying to figure out how to get a handle on all that has been going on in this city in particular with gun laws. And it makes you wonder, what does this mean? Are we saying to people, yes, you can come to the city and conceal your weapon, and now the police have to figure out who's carrying and who's not and who's legal to carry? I mean, it's insane. That was a good one. Oh, my God. Sister Mary Clarence yeah. I really strikes again. I really, really hope that the view is is live once the abortion ruling comes down. Oh, my God. These women are like, going to be nuts. Oh, They're gonna that'll hurt. be who's crying. Anna Navarro yeah. will be crying, asking where did the Holy Spirit, yeah, should uh, be, should be. Michael <laughs> Avenatti, go when you need him. Yeah. There is going to be blood coming out of their eyes and out of their wherever. Out of their wherever. Right right sure. yeah. yep. I just... Oh, blood man. orgy. Oh, oh man. No. <laughs> no. Sure, right, let's move on. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, of course, Matt's like, let's take it to 600. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so of course, yes, SCOTUS ruling on abortion is pending, uh, but Ugh. a very interesting uh, kind of theme is developing here because we've had, as we've talked about, the firebombings of pro-life centers um, you know, and pro-life organizations. We've had attacks on them already, uh, but now we're getting word that what is going on with uh, DHS... Yeah, so this is interesting. I actually have a piece going up in the morning on the firebombings and this Jane Revenge group that's yeah. been going around threatening, saying, literally declaring, quote, open season on pro-life organizations. Uh, my piece in the morning going up is talking about how in the last two months, mainstream media has spent 77 seconds mm -hmm. covering the firebombings, the graffiti, the everything else that they've done. Uh, but then today... Uh, we had uh, an interesting development in that the Department of Homeland Security has been apparently communicating with Catholic churches and pregnancy centers, telling them to, be, telling them to get ready for this night of rage 
by pro-abortion groups such as Jane's Revenge and uh, Ruth sent us and things like that. Uh, and apparently in their, their warning, they've been talking about quote-unquote extreme violence the night that this decision comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this follows a DHS uh, sort of terrorism alert system bulletin that came out earlier this spring uh, that it warned basically of the same thing, that there's increased likelihood of violence targeting pro-life individuals, pro-life organizations. Uh, and I think what's most concerning here is looking at what happened during the summer of 2020 and the summer of love across the country where in these liberal-run cities... The, the Antifa or the Black Lives Matter protesters were just left to run amok and literally burn as much as they wanted and you only had basically around the White House was the only area that any law enforcement would defend and that's because that was the National Guard and federal agents. Despite the fact that they know that this is coming, I don't think they're going to do anything to stop it. And mm-hmm. in that case, this all any anything that happens, any property damage, any physical harm that comes to people is going to be squarely on the head of Joe Biden, devout Catholic who wants abortion to stay legal. Oh, yeah, I've been told he's the best Catholic out there, just like Nancy Pelosi. They are holy... Does he even know that he's Catholic? No. He doesn't know a lot of things. No. I mean, does he even know? Jill probably keeps reminding him every now and then. I'm sure that when the abortion ruling happens, he's going to be a... He's going to do some big, like, you know, speech in the afternoon for, like, five minutes and then not take any questions. No. But he'll... He's going to be crying. He's going to be sure to be, like, very emotional Mm -hmm. and also say that he's Catholic about 65 times. Or he might yell. Ooh, or whisper. Could be yeah. angry. Even Could be worse. Angry. The spectrum of Biden uh, We don't know what we're going to get when yeah. he steps up to that yeah. microphone. We don't know if he's going to try to shake yeah. the hand of the air. And then he also we roller coasters. He goes yeah. really angry. Yeah. Down to a whisper. Really Come on, angry. man. Let down me to kill the baby. Yes. <laughs> Freaking weird. All right. So Dimension. Night of Rage is coming. Yeah. Uh, and of course, yeah. we will have full coverage. Julio is ready to yeah, rock and he's roll. Ready. He's oh, ready. Oh, yeah. He's been out of the Supreme Court every day that there have been opinions just in case we end up with the Dobbs case overturning Roe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a good meme that came out of today because when he was out there, there was a lady <laughs> yelling to regulate ejaculation. Yeah. And he happened to be walking through the frame of a video that someone else took. Uh, and he just, like, looked back yeah. and looked at her like, what the f***? He had the reaction yeah. literally everyone would have yeah. if they heard that. She had one of those, like, headset microphones connected yeah, to a bullhorn, too. Yeah, like, this was not her first rodeo. Yeah. No. She's been out there yelling for the, the regulation of ejaculations yeah. for a long yeah. time. Oh, my God. Nobody moving gets... On. Never mind. Yeah, oh. moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I think Matt had something to say. Uh, Stop oppressing his... For, right. Should I say for our VIP? Go ahead. Yeah, for okay. the VIPs only. Listen, never mind. I don't want to say it. Now, now we're, we're going to do it for the cowards. VIPs. Now we're, now we're here. Uh, now you have to say it. We're not moving on to Well, in her America, nobody gets to... as hard, I guess. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> yep. All the effort. Aren't you glad that? you no. signed up for VIP? I, I, it, was, it, was some, no, it was something else. For loyal subscribers, you can hear Matt easily make a bad joke. Yeah, that was that, that was, was bad. Cut that, that out, Micah. No, 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 it's bad. It's bad. I determined the cuts around here. We're moving on. <laughs> Some dog face pony soldier nonsense. Yeah. All right, so uh, after we had the episode on Tuesday, it's been a very busy week. Feels like How is it three not weeks. Friday? Yeah, it feels like... Well, Friday. at least tomorrow's Friday. We're almost there. At least, True. yeah, this is tomorrow. Yeah, actually. Um, Thank God I'm taking off. You're not taking off. <laughs> Um, I have five stories for you right in the morning. We got That's the gun bill on Tuesday oh, after we had recorded. Jeez. Uh, yeah, it's only been a couple days. Oh. Um, sweet. So, yeah, it was very ironic. You know, <laughs> today, on the day the real conservatives on okay. SCOTUS defended our Second Amendment and expanded it hmm. in a constitutional way, the traitor rhino up on Capitol Hill have taken some of our rights. The TRCs. The uh, bill totals 80 pages. Spencer read it all. <laughs> And um, yeah, it took him like twenty five pages to even mention guns. I know. Yeah, that's how you know it's a really good bill. Yeah. So yeah, essentially, it's everything that we reported was going to happen, using new fancy language, crisis intervention orders, and it's a red flag law, enhanced review period, which is a waiting period for purchasers yep. under twenty one years old. You know, they throw a ton of money all over the place. They gave a bunch of money to the FBI. A hundred million dollars. They're, the they're FBI. so good. Feds they're so good deal. at stopping mass shootings. Yeah. How many times have they failed over the past three years? I mean, dozens of times at failing to stop crimes. Not just that. They, they, they don't even know what, you know, what acts of domestic terrorism are. You know, the, the, the synagogue takeover in Cooley, Texas. Oh, well, we don't know if this was uh, directed towards the Jewish community. Yes, because synagogues are randomly targeted all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Like, Haven't they still been unable, supposedly, to figure out why that guy shot up the baseball practice and almost killed Steve Scalise? 
they they quietly changed it. Well, yeah. remember he yeah next, Christopher Ray said yeah, we don't know we don't know, and then everyone's like what? And then the following year <laughs> we're pretty sure yeah the following year they officially designated it as an act of domestic terrorism. Yeah. But they never had a press release or never announced it. Of course so. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, just well, they need more money so they yeah. can quietly update more. Wait, things this guy that we had a this guy had a hit list of all the Republicans he wanted to kill. He was an ardent mm-hmm. leftist, and he staked out the area for like a week. Oh yeah, well, in remember, his van, the Bernie largest, Sanders number one fan, yeah. the largest assassination attempt in U.S. history of you know of a group of government officials was yeah. by a Democrat, Bernie Bernie Sanders, yeah. socialist. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we the FBI probably, definitely deserves more money. Yeah. Here's a question: How much money went to hiring police chiefs in places like I don't know, Uvalde, Texas? Who uh, won't stand outside a room <laughs> yeah. for more than an hour? Wait while an a bunch hour. of kids are killed in there. Oh, and Dylan Roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dylan Roof. Yeah. Totally failed. I also don't know what they think this enhanced the waiting period for purchasers under twenty one is going to do because they already don't check. No. Clearly. Well, so their argument, their argument. I think that's my first swear on triggered. Fired up. (laughs) He's ready to go. Oh boy. Um, remember that Obama saying, "Fired up and ready to go." (laughs) Yeah. Um. (sighs) Yeah. Their argument is that well, we're going to use this time period to inspect more documents, and I'm like, they're like, we're going to call the local police departments, and I'm like, oh, you mean the local police departments that never do anything about these people that they know are risks? Yep. They're not going to do anything now. It's going to be a colossal failure. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because guess what? If you don't send any money to harden schools, if you don't spend money to hire SROs, if you don't spend money to train teachers who want to be armed in order to protect their students and themselves, you're just going to have the same thing mm-hmm. happen again. We've learned nothing. As the, the Department of Public Safety chief in Texas this week testified. I don't know if he covered this on Tuesday. I don't even know what day this happened. But he testified that this literally violated every single lesson that was learned in the how many every year since Columbine, since Parkland, everything else. Yeah. yeah. It went oh. out the window. And they had just done an active shooter drill right before yeah. this happened. I'm and pretty so, sure that didn't involve running into the building without your radio. Yeah. Well, well so that's my radio. Yeah. That's actually what happened next year because we didn't really get to cover that the other day. None of this would have stopped None. the school shooting. No. Nope. nope. And the school shooting, which they're using as uh, kind of the predicate for this entire bill. Yep was entirely avoidable, and the cops were there. Yeah. The cops were there for, what, an hour? I mean, we got into this a little bit the other day. Yeah. But the photos of the hallway, they spent an hour, apparently, looking for the keys to the door for this classroom. That which, they didn't need. Which the door wasn't need. locked. The door wasn't locked. It was one hour, 14 minutes, and eight seconds. Yeah. There were people on the scene in body armor with guns yeah. three minutes after the shooter entered. Yeah. And they sat there. For another hour and 11 minutes and 8 yeah, seconds. While he was still shooting. Just kids. waiting. So yeah, this gun bill's awful. The worst of it is the red flag aspect, the extreme risk protection orders that lack serious due process. You know, the Republicans are like, well, we put due process in there. And it's like one sentence that says, the utmost care must be taken not to violate their due process rights. Oh, so like, oh, oh yeah, because Democrats are well known for following, yeah. you know, what, what the law says. Yeah. You know? And that's seen today as they all reacted to a Supreme Court ruling by calling to dissolve the Supreme Court of yeah, the United States. or pack it. That was a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and then, of course, you know, in typical congressional fashion, 20 minutes after they released the bill, they voted on the Senate floor to proceed. We had uh, 14 traitors. It was the same group uh, as we've talked about on this show many times. Roy Blunt, Burr, Capito was a surprise. That uh, Cassidy, not a surprise. Collins, Cornyn, oh man, do I have a lot to talk about with him? We're going to talk about that in a second. Ooh. Joni Ernst, particularly disappointing in her. Lindsey Graham, back to 1.0, not a shock. Mitch Murkowski, who... Uh, Alaskans don't use guns that often. People don't know that. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> they have <right>? knife hands. <laughs> so apparently someone said, that her, her calculus here is that, well, if the Republicans get mad at me, maybe the Democrats will help me win this primary. Oh, you know, oh like the, Liz, the Liz, Liz Cheney strategy. Yeah, wow, yeah. bold move. Which Liz Cheney, you wrote about, yeah. sent out a mailer to Democrats, <laughs> to Democrats on how they can switch parties yeah. to help her. Yeah. yeah. And the best part is, like, I think the head of this, this, the Wyoming Democratic Party was like, yeah, you know, even if every single Democrat in this state flipped, it's not enough to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got Portman, not a surprise. Romney, not a surprise. Tillis, not a surprise. Young was a surprise. Yeah, I so got a free Todd McDonald's Young. lunch out of that. So Young, yeah. Capito, the surprise. Todd Young in Indiana, who won his primary earlier this month, decided to immediately stick the knife in the back of yeah. Indiana Republicans. And now we got no. him for six years. Yeah. Yeah, no no guns great. in Indiana. No, it's great. I think Ernst surprised me because 
having the military background, I would think she would be more aware of and like attuned to the concerns yeah. that veterans have and veterans advocates have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also just her state in general. Also, also same, same thing with um, you know, Capito. Like West yeah. Virginia, yeah. big hunting state. Yep. Like people, if people don't have a gun, they don't eat for the winter. So <laughs> that's true. In some parts of that state, so yeah. it's just I don't understand what this is. So yeah, and it, it's totally disgusting what these Republicans did. Tucker summed it up very well the other night. We're gonna take a listen to this clip. It's about a minute. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, John Cornyn and the overall treachery. At this moment, the Senate is voting to advance a so-called gun control bill that is, in fact, a law that would allow police to confiscate firearms unconstitutionally and legally from American citizens who have not been charged, much less convicted of a crime. Now, many Republican senators, such as Joni Erst and Shelley Moore Caputo, are reportedly voting yes on the bill. It's hard to believe that's true, but apparently it is. Senator John Cornyn, the lead Republican negotiator who has gone far left in recent years, is currently celebrating on the Senate floor because, again, only Ukrainians are allowed to have guns. Cornyn was just seen shaking hands with Chuck Schumer, his close friend. Is he representing the voters of Texas? No. But apparently John Cornyn isn't just stopping with guns. He has his sights now on immigration. Cornyn was just seen smiling while speaking to Democratic Senator Alex Padilla, saying, quote, first guns, now it's immigration. Has there ever been a greater, more brazen sellout of any group of voters than what Republican senators Mitch McConnell, John Cornyn, and the rest are doing right now? Yeah, so that's that's how I feel about it. Yesterday there was a great meme that was put out that said, uh, I, I'll hire the Senate Republicans to be my pallbearer so they can let me down one final time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, all right. Why John do we Cornyn. elect these people? That's a conversation for another episode. But what what are we oh, doing? I know. Well, yeah, and that's that's actually when I tweeted that video, especially in I Texas. Said, I said, "Why even vote for Republicans when this is what they do? Yep. You know, get ready for them to sell out on amnesty too." And so John Cornyn, you know, you wrote about how Cornyn made a joke on the Senate floor. Well, was it a joke? That's what he says, right? Now he does. Supposedly, he was joking that's not a joke. when he said to Padilla. That we're going to do immigration next. Mass amnesty is not a joke, Jim. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what happened with that story? Because you wrote the story for us. Yeah. And then there was a little bit of back and forth with Cornyn's mm. office on this. There's a little hinga ding Why don't you tell the people how we're reporting the truth <laughs> and they don't seem to like that that much. No, they definitely don't like it. So, yeah. So I wrote up, uh, as Tucker just alluded to, that on the Senate floor as they were rushing this procedural vote, which again happened less than an hour after the bill text went public. So you have all these senators who had never even read the complexities of this bill, let alone analyzed what they meant, decided what their position was going to be. Schumer just rushed ahead with the vote before they could get cold feet. And during this vote on the Senate floor, Cornyn apparently told Senator Padilla that first guns, now it's immigration. And so we wrote that up because that's nuts. Mm -hmm. And it makes perfect sense because Mm -hmm. as Matt covered previously this spring, I think your story was in April. There were still stories about it in May. Yeah. Uh, Cornyn and Padilla were part of this bipartisan working group, just like the one that did all this stuff on guns recently, yep. that was focused on an immigration compromise. Yep. And they, of course, weren't talking about, you know, well, we're going to do mass amnesty, but they were talking about finding areas where they can alleviate the sticking points in the U.S. immigration system, uh, which obviously the Democrats earlier in the year before they were working with Cornyn and the supposed Republicans they were looking at doing mass amnesty. So it's clear yeah. what the Democrats' goal is going into these yeah. conversations. Yeah. So we wrote this story up saying, you know, they were working on this before they decided to f- out on the gun bill. Mm-hmm. So for him to say first guns, now immigration, seems like a pretty clear signal that they're going to go back to what they were doing before. Then, later that day, we wrote this yesterday on Wednesday, Senator Cornyn's office reaches out and claims that what we reported was inaccurate, which it's not inaccurate. We reported that he said this, Mm -hmm. and we reported that he had previously been engaged in negotiations with Democrats, including Padilla, about immigration. They claimed that it wasn't accurate. That was inaccurate. That was their words. Uh, And they said that uh, this was just a joke. We were we were being funny. Oh. We were it was a lighter moment of oh, happy bipartisanship yes. on the Senate floor mm. between two people that you couldn't tell were a Republican and a Democrat to save your life. You should have you should have sent them the clip from Goodfellas. Of, <laughs> how am I funny? Yeah, funny, funny <laughs> how? how? Funny how? Funny how? Do I amuse you? That, honestly, <laughs> that's what I thought of. Yeah, I'm like, right? how is this funny? How is this because fun? it's not. It's yeah. not funny at all. So yeah. Senator Cornyn, separately, not to Town Hall, but to another outlet, said that uh, the Democrats and their allies in the media really can't take a joke. 
uh, which apparently is calling us an ally of the Democrats. Oh, which, okay. Sir, that would be you, John Cornyn, not yeah. townhall.com. Are you nuts? Yeah. Uh, and so I responded mm-hmm. and said, why is it that the senator would think that the immigration crisis that has spiraled out of control under Democrats would warrant working with them on a deal? If it's so much of a disaster, why was he working on them with this before the gun bill? Yeah. And then secondly, why would the senator joke about immigration when all of American, like, Every state is a border state now, but the whole country, especially Texas, is dealing with the fentanyl crisis, cartel violence, a record number of illegal immigrant apprehensions, convicted criminals, people on the terrorist watch list are coming into the country. Is that what he thinks is a joke? And they initially didn't respond, but then they got back with a much less friendly response Mm -hmm. saying that he is not working on an immigration bill with Senator Padilla or any other Democrat, which is not actually what they said in the first email. The first email said they were not working on mass amnesty, but then they decided to double down on the denial but make it more firm to say they're not working on any immigration bill with any democrat which i know is a lie correct yeah so what we have here is i'm being caught like i don't know again why cornyn thought the senate floor was the right place to say this right in like literally you're in the most public of spaces in the capitol and you make this statement and then to try to play it off is like oh he's being funny it's a joke when ask anybody in texas whether immigration is a joke you're not going to find that. Rights. And he's, but that's the thing is he has clearly zero concern for what the people of Texas think, least of all Texas Republicans. Because yep. as I reported also last weekend was the Republican Party of Texas convention. Yep. And he mm-hmm. first, before he even showed up to speak, was formally rebuked by the platform committee for engaging in this bipartisan bullshit with the Democrats about taking away more of our gun rights. And then he got up to speak and was booed through his entire speech yeah, by the great. Republicans in Texas, yeah. his constituents, Boo! his party. Boo this man. And in response to that, on his way out of the convention, he told uh, some of the people around him, I've never caved with mob and I'm not going to start now. So he views not only yeah, Texans, but Texas Republicans as a mob that needs to be resisted. Yeah. And it's I just, just so out of touch. I don't understand. Like, again, that's the thing, though. He's with the been Senate, there too yeah. long. They have six-year terms. They get there, they ne- like, Mitch McConnell has been there since I was born, I think. Yeah. Literally decomposing in the Senate. I believe that's what I told you. You did. That's, yeah. yeah. It was a good line. Yeah. It's um, true. <laughs> and it's but, like, what are, like, there is... And unfortunately, Cornyn was just elected in 2020. Yeah, we're As was screwed. Tillis. Uh, and all, all, basically all of these people. Yes. It's so bad. What, like, Republicans are always claiming that, like, Jim Jordan makes his point all the time. It's time to do what we said. And so the whole idea is if you win your primary and then you won your general election, you go to Washington and you do what you said you were going to do because that's why people supported you. And here we have John Cornyn taking the will of the people of the entire state of Texas and just throwing it in the dumpster and saying, no, I'm going to do what I want to do, which is apparently be best friends with Chuck Schumer and Alex Padilla, who is the most radical leftist immigration advocate in the Senate right now. He's nuts. He's terrible. He's He's basically Kamala Harris. It's so out of touch. It's such contempt for, like, normal people. Like, I I don't even know how to really sum it up because when I saw that, I was so disgusted. And I'm like, this this is 100% true. And now they say he was joking to cover because they're taking so much heat on it. But I know for a fact, we know for a fact, they've been working on this. Yes. So it's not a stretch to say that he's full of Yeah. Correct. His team's full of He's full of they're covering for him now because they know they're f- and they just keep tripling down on all of this bad policy, bad actions, not representing the people who they're supposed to represent. Yeah. And that's that's why I have such a problem with it. Here's the like, problem. The biggest issue, though, is you're right on everything except they know they're f- but it doesn't matter for literally more than half a decade. Yeah. Yeah. No, so what's going to happen? Yeah. And they know people have short memories. Yes. People have incredibly short memories, which is why if you look at the makeup of this working group, they took the Republicans who are easily going to be able to have this forgotten by the voters in their state because there's a million other crises yeah. going on that True. are more important yeah. in in the immediate moment that will happen between now and when they're up for election. So you had all these people who are already known as being squishes. Yeah. Their voters either don't care or they're not up for election in a number of years until but, they're actually uh, going to have a chance to yeah. register their disapproval, yeah. at which point who knows what the hell is going to yeah. be going on or who the Democrat will be or if well, Republicans will field quite, a good primary quite candidate. Quite the gamble. Swampy gamble. I hope... 100% because jealous. guns and immigration are two issues that I don't think, go, you know, people remember those. I hope they all I think more so than anything else. I mean, that's why that's how Trump won the nomination. He was the first to talk about immigration. I'm going to yeah. build the wall. I'm going to and then that catapulted them to the top of the heap. Let's and not forget the Muslims. That too. But that's part of the immigration thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. so people don't like to yeah, admit that it, that it's, played a huge role. But. It's, I mean, Democrats picked two great issues to depress 
the 2022 yeah. turnout for, for Republicans. Yep. And they fall for it. Yeah. We, we, always, we always fall for it. Yeah. They always f***ing fall for it because they, they know how to placate to this old club's, you know, <laughs> you know uh, penchant for duty, tradition, yeah. yep. service. And they're just and like, this, look at these, we got them again. And this whole conversation hasn't even touched on necessarily the procedure that this whole thing went through, where this was completely just negotiated. Yeah, just this was say, negotiated yeah. entirely behind closed doors. Yeah. There were no committee hearings. There was no opportunity for yep. input from actual Republican senators who stand up for the Second Amendment rights of Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, as the I real question to, is, are they going to take amendments? Right. And I don't think they are, because they ended debate they voted yeah. to end debate today yeah. and but overcome the filibuster can you and do today amendments after the filibuster you can but you can. it sounded like they're not going to do any because they need yeah. to get this passed literally as soon as the time frame that they need to let if, it if they open age that up or expires because yeah. then they also need to do the house vote right yeah. and so they are all up against this yeah. big independence day weekend know... which as i pointed out it's ironic yeah. that they're rushing the deprivation of america's rights Honestly. so that way they can yeah. go home and barbecue in observance of yeah. a bunch of patriots yeah taking down tyrants who were depriving them of and, their God-given and rights. And you know if, if they opened up for amendments, Mike Lee and Rand Paul would have like 5,000 between oh. the two and just... Mike just, Lee, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz thing. would throw stuff yeah. in there, Josh Hawley would Josh throw Hawley. stuff in there. Like, there is... Oh, the real Republicans? The real, yes, the real, real Republicans, Republicans who are actually have, yeah. fighting for us and trying yeah. to yeah. keep us from just bit by bit being neutered by our own party. The last thing with corner before we move on, so you brought up the process point. I mentioned this the other day. Mm-hmm. If this is a look at what a Cornyn majority leader would look like, then don't sign me up for that. I no, no. Uh, and I would gladly back John Thune. Oh, in a heartbeat. Right, yeah. John? Yeah, yeah, John Thune. John Thune, He's yeah. good people. Who From a real state in a real America exactly. that actually listens to what people in, uh, in his state care about and what they're like, he was elected by them, and he knows that. Yeah. Whereas John Cornyn was elected. Let's hope he sticks around, though. I hope so. Because sometimes he's been, he's been flowing with the retirement talk a little bit. I wish he'd Because he, he has been there for a long time, by the way. He's been there a long time. Yeah. But he's he's somebody who's been there a long time because he deserves it. Like, yeah. people oh, for like, sure. Yeah, he's they, a great senator. Yeah. They trust him, and they know that yeah. he's going to represent them, yeah. as opposed to John Cornyn. Well, I think Cornyn. he needs Clip to stick around now so we could take out Cornyn, <laughs> because Cornyn sucks ass. But, um, and you, you really know that a bill is way too far off the deep end liberally when uh, Kevin McCarthy is against it. <laughs> yeah. Because McCarthy <laughs> says he's true. voting against this, yeah. and Steve Scalise will formally whip votes against the gun bill. So, Which I love. Because it, n- numerous people on the pro side of this legislation have invoked what happened to Steve Scalise as a reason why yeah. we need this. Yeah. And he's like, this wouldn't have stopped, this wouldn't have stopped the me. Bernie Sanders yeah. supporter from almost killing yeah. me and shooting all my friends and yeah. fellow Republicans yeah. on a baseball field. That it's means, also yeah. worth noting that the other mass shooting that supposedly this bill is preve- designed to prevent in Buffalo, mm-hmm. the, the one with the grocery store, yeah. also would not have prevented that. No. Nope. nope. So. Instead, it's just another payday for the feds who nope. fail at almost Ugh. every turn. Like, any opportunity they're given yeah. to stop stuff like this happening, yeah. they just they look just, the other way. Yeah. They just are Forget whistling, whistling past the graveyard. Yeah, they, can't stop, they can't even stop, you know, Larry, Dr. Larry Nasser from you know, sexually abusing uh, American gymnasts. That's a great point. <laughs> mm-hmm. a great I point. mean, what have they done well? And, you I, know, these, these, uh, these <laughs> politicians think that Americans shouldn't have guns and ammunition, uh, but <laughs> Weapons the Ukrainians... Oh, jeez. Different story, right? Yeah. The Ukrainians could have whatever they want. Apparently, what are we sending? Well, another $450 million right another now Another 400 million. I yeah. self-identify as a Ukrainian. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently. Where's my weapon of yeah, war? Yeah, where's my monies? Uh, John Kirby was asked that. Take a listen. All those big-ticket items that the Ukrainians say they need, and it's true they do. But what they'll also tell you is that the, the, the bullets and the small arms are making a big difference every single day because the fighting in the Donbass is close combat. A lot of long-range fires, lots of artillery, no question. But there, it's a lot of small arms con- combat, too. So we, we forget about that. It's an important uh, set of defense articles and, and systems that we've been sending to Ukraine, and we're going to continue to do it for as long as we can. Yeah, so they could have it. We if can. I were him, I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're not giving me anything to work with. My job <laughs> is to protect you by spewing <laughs> that isn't anything, but people think it's something, and I can't do it. No. 
He's in over his head. Must yeah. be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> Just, hey, must be nice. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not great. And my column this week, which, <laughs> oddly enough, it hit at a moment of sleep deprivation and just general cynicism at being a conservative in this country. And so it was very much a doomsday column of yeah. like 1,200 words that I plunked out last night. And then this morning we had the great Supreme Court decision, which temporarily buoyed spirits in the office. Uh, but yeah. I, I, the worst is still to come. Yep. That's a happy note. Well, you know, I got anything I, else to cheer me up? It's a hundred percent right, though. You Tomorrow know, I Friday. said we can't we can't be too happy here because this is great, but the country's still. Yeah, and that's basically my call. Country's our party just us again. Yes, you know, and not, I wouldn't say like our prison party, no, like prison would, rape style. I think it's important to clear like the Republican Party as an institution in general is still much stronger than we were before Trump, yeah, I would say. For sure. And also, that's another point. All these squishy Republicans, like Mitt Romney and all these people who gave away our gun rights to, so they could be friends these with are the Democrats, -Trump these anyway. are the people who are so anti-Trump and they're like, not on our watch. We can't let this happen again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stuff like this is how you get Trump. Donald Trump in yeah. a like unopposed primary yeah. in 24. For sure. Because Ooh. you do stuff like this, you abandon your base, and they're all going to say, nothing that has been establishment stays. Yeah. Well, so uh, that brings up an interesting point because yesterday I saw someone saying that, you know, Republicans are getting broadly painted badly now because of this group of traitorous. Uh, and, but this is really uh, a good sign of like a last gasp of the establishment, right? Mm -hmm. Because the Liz Cheney's and the Kensingers and all of these people, you know, these aren't America first conservatives, right? But the America first conservative is still you know, I'd say surging within the party. Yes. Like, we, we own the party. Yeah. Now, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think if you look so, at the Senate and who is opposing this, it's very clear that there are younger, especially younger people mm -hmm. who have risen to power, often by challenging establishment people, yep. uh, have kept their promise more so than these people who have been here forever. Um, 100%. I mean, we mentioned a lot of them. You know, the Josh Hawleys and the Mike Lees and the people who... Rand Paul, have Rand Paul. actual, I think I mentioned this in one of my pieces about this gun thing, but like you have people who actually value principle and their constituents will over having a nice golf game with Chuck Schumer or something. Yep. And I think, like you said, they're winning out in the end. It's mm -hmm. just very messy right now. Unfortunately, that did not happen in Alabama uh, because Katie Britt won the primary uh, runoff on Tuesday night. Uh, we also had a couple of elections, although here in Virginia, I think we got some good, solid conservatives. Yes, yeah, uh, for for Vega Congress. Yes, Lee Vega. Yes, very interesting candidate. Yeah. Like her a lot. Very strong. Candidate. Um, She's going to run against Spamber. Spamber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Abigail. yeah the yeah. candidate also down in Virginia Sixth, down by where I went to college. Yeah. Uh, which is fantastic. Yeah. A good candidate. That district should have stayed red. Never should have flipped blue. So, yeah, I think we did good there. Um, what else did we have the other night? Did uh, I say 6th District? Do you mean 2? 2nd. Yeah, 2nd. Second. Second, yeah, 6th yeah. District was my district I grew up in in Minnesota. That's not right. Yeah. Second I just district wanted to make sure I wasn't being yeah. the retard. No, after yeah, I said totally. it, I was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I was but like, yeah. Mm, I think you might be right. Yep, no, um, I was wrong. What else did we, what did we have? And uh, uh, Georgia. Representative Mayra Flores was sworn in as yes. official member of Congress yes. now yes. from that seat she flipped down on the border of yeah. South Texas. Yeah. The first, I here's the thing. Republicans don't focus on this because we don't give a f about it, but this yeah. is the first Mexican-born American woman to be elected to the House of Representatives. And that is historic. If this were a Democrat, oh, Joe, Biden, oh, yeah. Joe yeah. Biden would have issued a pro oh, yeah. proclamation 100%. and lit the White House up in the yeah. colors of the Mexican flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because it's a, Which is the opposite of what she would want. Yes, yeah. but it's because yeah. it's a Republican, we don't focus on it. But that is historic, and it's a win for Republicans. Yeah. That, again, proves we're not xenophobic hacks that Joe Biden and the Democrats make us well, We're just a bunch of racists. You, you remember that ad? Uh, yeah, that's that why they, we have Herschel Walker running yeah, in the South. No, I know, sure. Yeah. The, you remember that ad that they ran against, uh, what's his name? Gillespie. Gillespie with the, <laughs> the pickup truck. With the pickup truck <laughs> yeah. chasing down the kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 After that, I was like, alright, the gloves are off. This is it. We're, yeah. we're just going full-blown here. Yeah. So there's a few more positive stories. Georgia, Mike Collins mm. uh, was a good win, I think, over Vernon Jones. Yeah. Even though Jones was Trump-endorsed, I still liked Mike Collins a lot. That primary got so ugly. That was nasty. Yeah. Collins was sending out rape whistles with yeah, <laughs> his yeah. name yeah, on him. That was a disaster. Bad. The that good thing is, is that oh, Collins man. is still an America First guy, even though he wasn't endorsed by Trump. Vernon Jones only yeah. got that because he's friends with Trump. Uh, we had, <laughs> uh, what else uh, were the runoffs? There was a couple other runoffs that were... 
Well, speaking of runoffs, now we got Mo Brooks apparently agreeing to cooperate with the January 6th committee because yeah. he lost the primary and Trump yanked the endorsement. Yeah. So that's oh, going to be a whole God. thing. Alabama is such a <laughs> show when it comes to Senate candidates since Jeff Sessions left. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're talking they can't, about, yeah. they can't win. Like, it's ridiculous. Jeff Sessions. Just think of Honestly, how an adorable man. I mean, we had it was yeah. weird. It was Luther Strange, and then oh. there was, and then there was uh, the 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 the, the Kitty like, Rapist. Sounds like a porn name, Luther Strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah Roy Moore. Uh, Roy Moore was nominated. Uh, Roy. Then he yeah. ran again. Yeah. I mean, that's how we got that other. What was that? Who's the Democrat? That one. The Doug president. Jones. Doug Jones yeah. was there for a yeah. hot second, and now yeah, barely the most like. Yeah, anti-establishment state. But this is for this Katie is for Britt. Shelby's seat <laughs> yeah. for six years. So this yeah. isn't just a fill-in spot. I mean, Katie Britt's going to win in the general, obviously, oh, for sure, yeah. and mm-hmm. she will be a senator. Now the question will be: Will <laughs> she represent the will of the Alabama constituent and voter, or will she be a Mitt Romney without a? <laughs> That's my new tagline. For <laughs> Mitt Romney. I'm working on it for a T-shirt. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, he doesn't have one though. That's exactly yeah. what someone said to me the other day when I said it's that. It's just the whole You're the eunuch. second person to say eunuch. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. I mean, all signs point to no because she's a chief of staff. I know. Former chief of staff. So she is as swampy as they come. Like, you want to find swamp creatures? Just go find where all the Capitol Hill chiefs of staff are hanging out on, like, a Tuesday night while yep. votes are happening. And you're going to find all the back door. Not the back door. Closed door. <laughs> that's not right. Oh, boy. Closed Looking door. Door filled back room. She was that, that's what someone told me was that the monkey she acts like an outsider, <laughs> but it's so fake. And, oh, it's complete. You do not, you're not a chief of staff on Capitol Hill and then get to go back to yep. the state and run as an outsider. Yeah, you yeah. already have all of the connections you need to negotiate yeah. away everything that your constituents care about. <laughs> your boss was on the finance committee. <laughs> like, come on. So the other thing that told me that she has no guts, right? Uh-oh. Great show. Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl game between Alabama and Auburn. Oh, and she didn't wear any uh, Her husband (laughs) played for Alabama. Yeah. Okay. She did not wear any Tide gear. Whoa. No good. No good. That shows me you're trying to play both sides. It's all (laughs) bullshit. No good. No good. You gotta you, pick one. That you seems defensive. You gotta pick a side. You gotta be honest. That seems like the best proof you gotta I've pick heard a, so far. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, you gotta pick a side. Tells you everything you need to know. Roll Tide. Um, all right. That's enough election. What else do we got here? Oh, Biden uh, said the quiet part out loud about energy prices the other day because these awful energy prices will help our, quote, fundamental turn to green energy. Take yeah. a listen. My dear mother used to have an ex- expression. Out of everything lousy, something good will happen if you look hard enough for it. Mm-hmm. We have a chance here to make a fundamental turn toward renewable energy, electric vehicles, and, and not just electric vehicles, but across the board. And, uh, and that's something we should be, my team is going to be sitting down with the CEOs of the major oil companies this week and uh, try to get an explanation how they justify making $35 billion in the first quarter. Are you planning to sit down with oil and gas CEOs, Mr. No. President? Why, why is that, sir? Because my team's going to do that. Okay, but you did that with retailers and logistics companies and consumer companies. Because uh, I had it already done. Classic. Classic. He's not supposed to say that part. Not supposed to say that. And then he also says, well, none of this is my fault. (laughs) I'm like, well, it it kind of all is is your fault. It's always your fault. Let's take a little walk down memory lane. It is Throwback Thursday. Take a listen to this clip from the 2020 presidential debate where he talked about his energy policy. And this was actually... Take a listen to this, and then listen to how he speaks now, and you can notice the cognitive decline just over these two years. But take a listen to this. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. New pipeline. And, and, exactly. and, and. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. He's falling apart. Yeah, well, I think uh, 
the other day someone was like, there's no way he chose making it through his whole term. And I'm like, God help us, because Kamala would be so much worse. She's polling worse in New Hampshire right now than he is. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> she has, like, almost two-thirds disfavorable. They're for 2024. I just mean from, like, a being president standpoint, I feel like oh. she'd be even worse. Which would be tough. She's done such a great job with all of the tasks Joe has given her. Yeah, the border and all that stuff, that's really working out well. Yeah, the other day, uh, L.A. District Attorney Gascon uh, was asked about uh, what he would say to the family of a murdered police officer, and what did he do? Bitch ran away. Yep, (laughs) just walked out. That's like, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. His, uh, they're almost to the uh, signature goal for that recall, Mm -hmm. thankfully. You know, I mean, I, if they can get the Democrats involved and mobilized, like uh, San Francisco was able to do with... Uh, oh, yes, you wrote about that a lot. Chez Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Think, I think it could happen. It yeah. could happen. It's going to... De- like, if conservatives want to weigh in on this, they need to really start heavily campaigning for the recall in the minority districts, uh, portions of Los Angeles, because that is who was so strongly against uh, Chez Boudin, uh, however you say his name. He's a mm-hmm. moron. Dads were his parents were domestic terrorists and he was raised by two domestic terrorists. So what do you expect? Uh, but stuff like this with Gascon is just not gonna help his cause. Obviously, if he won't even give like face the question or give even some wimpy answer, it's just not a good look. Obviously, and it writes the campaign ads for those wanting to recall him. And so it'll it'll be interesting to see. But I think they're on track. They I think they reached like their minimum threshold that they wanted to get. Because they have to meet the limit, and then they always try to get more signatures because the county election board will invalidate a bunch inevitably. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, it seems like they're on track to have the recall, so it's not looking not looking. Will they good. have that vote in November if they make it? Oh, jeez. Now you're, you're getting to the cards yeah. ahead of the horse. Should have uh, consulted with our California resident, uh, yeah. Jen, on that one. Nobody yell out at her? No, she left. Oh. Um, all right, so what else we got here? Oh, we got a, some economy stuff. Here's where it gets oh, a little bit iffy. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's uh, going to be bad news. Well, here's the, the, the good news was that I the Fed chairman you. blew up Biden's narrative <laughs> on this because he was basically straight up asked about you know Biden's main explanation for inflation being the Putin price hike. Take a listen to what he had to say. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months, would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high before, certainly before the uh, war in Ukraine broke out. Yeah, totally, uh, totally. Whoops. Gas price national average remains at about $5, Joe Biden. Um, and here's the interesting one. So his now, his, his solution here to this is a gas tax holiday. Okay. There's a couple problems. There one, are a lot of problems. Well, yeah. One... Doesn't do anything? <laughs> doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's like 18 and so. a half cents, okay? So on me, for example, filling my tank, running at about $125, I'd save $5. Wow. Thank God for Joe Biden. <laughs> hey, you can buy a candy bar with that. Holy Barely. Oh, my God. Yeah, Barely, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... I mean... His, Kit Kat. His old best friend and boss, Barack Obama, called it a gimmick... Back yeah. when he was in office. So Democrats have already invalidated this as an idea. And I actually wrote up yesterday uh, that, as you'll remember, Joe Biden has spent the last however long he's been in office blaming all of his problems, including gas prices, on everyone else but himself, even though, again, he's the one doing this transition to end fossil fuels. But he's been saying it is the result, not just of Putin's price hike or Putin's tax hike. If yeah, that was tax hike, yeah. yeah, Putin's tax hike. Uh, but he also blames the greed of these oil and gas companies and mm. saying the price, when oil prices rise, the price of the pump goes right up. But when oil prices fall, it doesn't go down as fast. And it's because they're greedy and trying to make profits. So he's like, they need to end that and calls on them to not profit. But by doing this federal gas tax holiday, it only means that those companies will actually make more profit because yep. of supply and demand. And so there will be a little drop when the gas tax, if this happens, which Nancy Pelosi is not even going to do this, by the way. So this, yeah, is, this is DOA. Either. This is not happening. Yeah. So anyway, assuming this happens, the gas tax is suspended. Day one, all the prices drop, whatever, like you said, a couple cents. Questionable if it even would. But right. Yeah. But like theoretically, in Joe Biden's mind, the prices drop. So everybody who's been holding off on filling up their cars or their second car or whatever, they're not they're restricting how much they're using gas, but they're going to see the price goes down. They're going to think, oh, thank God. They're all going to go fill it up. That's going to drive up demand, which will then drive up the price probably higher than it was even with the gas tax. 
But instead of all of that extra money going into the highway uh, transportation fund, whatever, the trust fund that they have, it's all going to go straight to the oil and gas companies. <laughs> so this would be a three-month boost bonus for the oil and gas companies, which I have no problem with if Joe mm-hmm. Biden's dumb enough to do this. But it runs opposite everything he's been saying for the last, like, 18 months. That's cool. Yeah, Joe Biden's whole, retarded. I mean, look, what can you say? The whole, he's retarded. These large oil companies and their profits argument is it's insane. It's a total lie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a total lie. And, and he uses it at every turn. He's like, "Why yeah. won't they? Why won't they set up new drilling yeah. or refining operations?" And yeah. it's like, "Because I, you. they're a business, yeah. and all of the financial investment for one of these oil and gas companies is on the front end. It's all of the work to get the research. lease, to research, figure yeah. out where they're drilling, what they're getting, how Spencer, down, how they, far down they go." They did the exact same thing with with the healthcare industry during Obamacare. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the whole, like, oh, what are they doing? Their profits? What are they doing? I'm like, no, it's a business. Yeah, this is not some socialist country. Yeah. It's not Gazprom owned yeah. by the Russian government. This is private <laughs> businesses. And if you want new medicines, <laughs> you got to put a lot of money towards research. Yes. Well, and, you and they're not going to do that if they can't make money. Because yeah. why would you spend two billion? dollars to make pennies on the dollar well also they're not going to strategically invest when you have a president saying the things that we played before in the clip right gotta end it no more drilling no more refining no more nothing yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's ridiculous yeah so like it's just i mean he's asking them to bankrupt themselves which of course is his goal goal yeah so of course he's saying that but they're all like yeah okay no all right we got a few quick hits here before we wrap up the show biden says there's going to be another pandemic so of what He's guess he's planning the next pandemic. Are you talking about monkeypox? Monkey uh, yeah, what's he talking about? <laughs> there was just a case of Georgetown. Literally, we can see it from our office. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe it was Hunter Biden. Uh, oh, we got uh, probably what else here. Oh, oh, this is a good one. In Biden's America, you can get government crack pipes or a government site to shoot up your heroin, but you can't use the tobacco products you like because today Biden's FDA banned Juul, and also they're cutting the amount of nicotine in cigarettes. They banned the menthols which is not going to go over so well in a certain community. Uh, and, yeah, so the, the war on tobacco Thank is God cool. I got a big pile of Newports. Yeah. <laughs> the war on tobacco is cool, but uh, crack pipes. Uh, yeah. And yeah. safe injection sites. Yeah. Yes. Not to mention the fact that you can go get fentanyl on any corner thanks yes. to the open border and Fentanyl's kill yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. If this is supposedly about health and safety, first of all, they wouldn't have banned Juul because Juul, yeah. like, the dangerous part of smoking, inhaling, whatever – had to Bill Clinton is the like the combustion, not the yeah, nicotine. Yeah, right. the batteries. That's the problem. And so, smoking a cigarette is going to be worse for you than a jewel. Even like all of this popcorn long stuff they were threatening for so long has yet to pan out. And oh, so, and then they're going to take the cigarettes and reduce the nicotine. So you're going to have to smoke, smoke twice more. as many. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. literally, this will just really kill good. more people. Um, Smart. Meanwhile, again, fentanyl is killing more Americans than it ever has before because it's literally just on like a, a ramp from the border into every city in the United yeah. States, thanks to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah. So we're literally flying the people who end up doing this stuff all over the country. I can't remember who was making the point yesterday, but if you look at the way the Biden administration is handling immigration and illegal immigration specifically, all they're doing when they're doing these flights in the dark of night to these airports that they change around once people in the community start to notice, yeah. those people that they're apprehending moving somewhere else, are not done with the cartels that got them across the border. They still haven't paid off their full debt. They pay a part to get across the border, and then the cartels still make them keep paying. So then what happens? The cartels are active in all these cities where they're flying the illegal immigrants and settling them, and they track them down, force them into either drug dealing, generally, if they're a guy, or sex slavery, if they're a woman, and they keep pushing fentanyl and all these other things, and it's all Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They're literally... (laughs) The last, I can't remember who was saying this. I need to figure They're out the last was, but leg of like, the human trafficking yes. train. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's absolutely. Narcos. Which, it's narcos. Yes. Uh, someone said that on Fox yesterday. And I cannot remember. Was it I, Katie? She said that before. I know that she said that because we've talked about it on Triggered with her. Yeah. Maybe it was her that said that on Fox. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's we just too much news. So, yeah, <laughs> by all means, get rid of the jewels, but allow the nicotine to just. Yep. Use heroin. It's <laughs> yes. healthier. Literally, get some Fine. heroin, get some fentanyl, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to worry about Jewel because you'll be dead. Yeah. Liz you know. Cheney. Liz, we were talking about Liz Cheney. Remember, she threw her sister under the bus. That was cold-hearted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now she's pandering to Democrats. That Did I make that point yeah. earlier yeah, today? Yeah, you did. You well, did. so she's... that's what I was going to say is that she actually voted to uphold the vaccine mandate on the military. So she no longer has any, like, standing to be like... Well, I'm actually just a conservative, you know, fighting for the right thing. You're just a dumb and you need to go. You've pissed off literally everybody. Imagine what it's like being 
in a position where your only friend in the entire country is Adam Kinzinger. Oh, I'm not even sure if he likes her that much. Yeah, I think he's like, listen, like you know, there's you gone too yeah, far. It's it's listen, I'm leaving, and you at, once I'm gone, you can't call me, well, you can't text me, stay the hell away course, from right me. Of course, right after I just gave her, <laughs> yeah, right, right after I gave her props for not voting for a gun bill that Kinzinger voted for. <laughs> She goes and does this. Now, it'll be interesting to see how they both vote on... Oh, the final bill? Yeah. yeah. This is why it's so fun to be a Republican. Because no matter what you do, all you do is end up getting every which way by people you thought you could trust from states you thought were smarter than to elect liars, but then they... Dupe all of us. Well, it's so true, because remember... John Cornyn used to be, like, what was he? Wasn't he the... Majority, the whip or something. The whip, yeah. yeah. He he's, like, he's, was in charge. Remember, Trump said a long time ago, the one thing the Democrats are really, really good at is sticking together. Right? Yeah, Moving in true. lockstep. Yeah. It and didn't used to be that way, but it's become that, for sure. I mean, I'm not sure if it isn't. Look at they, how many they times... They still fight, but, but in general, they, they vote with each other, right? In general, like, yeah. They, I would say that's true before the Biden administration. Because yeah, yeah, all the yeah. stuff with the squad, once they got power, yeah. I mean... It, that, but that's also yeah. not Democrats. That's woke, yeah. super leftist, like, fascists. Right, right, right. But, but that's, like, they're pushing in the other direction, right? Like, they're the extremists on the far side. That's true. Our side is the squishes working with the enemy. You oh. don't see Democrats working yeah. with the enemy. That's right? true. No. Like, that, that, they don't do that. So that's the one thing that really pisses me off. It's like... Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we got a little Elon. Two stories here Ooh. on Elon, our friend Elon. Elon! Uh, <laughs> First, our favorite SpaceX. African-American. Yeah, this okay? is great. Yeah, favorite African-American. This, this is great. <laughs> Trump. My African-American over there. So a group of employees at SpaceX tried to post an open letter to the executives of SpaceX Yeah. in an internal chat with the 2,600 employees, right? This would be akin to you know, sending a, <laughs> a, an all-staff email. Well, Keep it quiet. They said that Elon Musk is an embarrassment to their efforts to make SpaceX more inclusive, safe, and a great place for all. Oh, I don't know. Well, he just started the company, so yeah, I yeah. guess he could do, you know, whatever the f- he wants. And has made everybody who works there rich. rich. Super rich. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they said you need to be more woke, blah, blah, blah. Well, something wonderful happened. Within 24 hours, he fired all of those people that signed that letter yeah. like dogs get wrecked yeah. and then you know that is the playbook that needs to be happening you know it's yes. amazing what happens when grown-ups are in charge yeah. right mm-hmm. like he's not around yeah and this speaking is, of which these, these are space engineers they have a ton of work to do well apparently yeah. not which, which is what which people... is why i love that was a reason it's like yes. basically this was a gross misallocation of time and well, resources no. if you're gonna be let's say you're one of these <laughs> other wealthy americans who wants to take one of these commercial space flights to the moon or to mars or whatever yeah do you want the people who built your spaceship to be more focused on the like racial makeup of their people yeah. next to them on the assembly line yeah, or right. focused on making your spaceship not blow apart as it leaves yeah. the atmosphere exactly there you go fire the woke there you yeah. go and then last but not least the twitter board voted to allow the deal by Elon Musk to proceed, which at this point they really couldn't vote it down because his offer is so high above where the stock is actually trading that yeah, like if they, if they didn't take the deal, Lawsuits the company would lose abound. half its value yeah, overnight. So, but yeah, I found, did we get everything here? It's I think we got great. everything. And yeah. don't forget, Elon Musk voted for Myra Flores. In the yes, he did. Election. That's true. And predicted a red wave. It. Yeah. He also predicted uh, that a recession is inevitable. So he's a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Much like the oh, show. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, usually it's mostly bad when news. But today we had some uh, good news. That Sometimes report, that report is due, right? Second quarter? What? Oh, the GDP whether or not we're officially in a recession? That'll be uh, mid to late July. Yeah, right, we got soon. time. Mid to late July. Well, I, Joe Biden I mean, told us, there, but, yeah. Joe Biden told us that this is the best recovery in American history. Oh, 400 years, and this is the best we've ever yeah. done. Yeah. Which is just a lie, but uh, yeah. did you do the math on the 4th of July thing yet, or are you still working on that? What about the 4th of July? The cost. Yeah. Of, remember last oh. year was your 4th of yeah. July 16 cents cheaper? Yeah, That well, that was a lie, Yeah. Um, obviously. Well, but here's the thing. The White House cherry-picked. I don't know who they know at the Farm Bureau, but the Farm Bureau came up with numbers that did not match the official government numbers, so Joe Biden ignored his own like FDA numbers on how much food costs and went with that number because it showed 16 cent savings. I don't think that one's going to show the savings this year, so I'm holding on my story okay. until we get that so that way I can say even the people that Joe Biden cherry-picked numbers from last year in order to show that people had saved a whopping 16 cents, which if those 16 cents have carried you through this, well done. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm still living off that 16 cents. Never mind the fact that we are having you know, wage growth outpaced by inflation to the tune of 3 or 4%. Not going to like get raped by like a $16 toll on the way home, but <laughs> 16 cents, thank God. I'm taking the long way home, so I avoid the tolls. I'm just going to take a scooter, I'd rather which is die. more than 16 <laughs> no, no, cents. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I'd rather die than kidding. take the long way home. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, <sighs> all right. Well, that was great. Uh, of course, thank you to Spencer for joining us. Always a great time. What a trip. Uh, yes. And as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored, and today's show was, as always, a great show to have uncensored. Help Believe us. me, I give you money-back guarantee. I mean, we talked about regulating ejaculations here. For oh, my God. That just got so bleeped out. <laughs> uh, become it's not t- believable. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe That's not bleeped. Mr. Producer will make final judgment. No, on that one. it's fine. The writers ran a headline with that, and so did we. We ran a headline too. Yeah. Uh, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code Save America for forty percent off your membership. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. You'll be directly supporting us. What we do here on Triggered, this show, Town Hall, all of Spencer stuff, Katie's, Matt's, everything we do. You'll get all of Kurt. I mean, the list goes on and on. So that's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA, 40% off. We love all of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we got SCOTUS decisions coming tomorrow and maybe Monday. We'll see. They haven't announced when the last day is going to be yet. At least I don't think they've announced when the last day is I'm checking now. Stand by. <laughs> Mr. Producer, We're hold on. By. Stand back and stand by, everyone. Uh, stand back and stand by. Nope, nothing yet. Nothing yet, all right. so Just tomorrow so far. Maybe they will drop it on tomorrow. I don't think so. If I had to bet money, I wouldn't. But, you know. How many knows? cases do we have left? Eight. Oh. No, we they did four today, four so today. nine. Nine. We've got nine left. Oh, my God. I think they do probably six tomorrow and then three Monday, with the third being the abortion one. But we'll see. Anyway. Next week's going to be lit. And when I say lit, I mean D.C. will burn. Well, yeah, there's definitely going to be riots. Jane's revenge. Night of rage. Who is Jane? And why is she having revenge? I think it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> no, it's not. I, mean, I think it is. Listen, someone's doing the aborting. You, yeah. you don't know? No. Jane Roe. Oh, it's Roe the Jane. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Producer, you better oh, leave that in. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, who cares? Owned with facts and logic. Listen. Listen. Keep up. Yeah. I don't... Listen, AOC not, knows her history. I am no. not a woman. I don't need to have an abortion, okay? So I don't know who the Men f- need it more is. than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, men, 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 oh, need, that's true. men need those tampons to clog up their... their yeah. Their... Oh. All right. No. Anyway, we love all of you. I don't f- your ejaculation. Uh, <laughs> Five-star ratings and reviews go a long way. We love you all. We'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Never if you'd like back. to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. And Spencer will be here all the time. We might have the one, the only Katie Pavlich next week. Maybe we'll get oh. Spencer in here too. It'll oh, be talk a, about a big uh, party. We're not talking about no, that. Okay. No, absolutely not. We're never going to talk I'm about never, that ever again. I got one. But if there there is a great video of Julio on Twitter, so <laughs> yeah, if you all want to go see it, yeah. guarantee you, you'll love it. All right. We Who's will this? see oh my God. <laughs> We will see you next week. Later. Bye. <laughs>